0: Welcome in, everybody, to Big 12 Football and Beyond. It is Thursday, February 20th, and we've got uh, a few things to get to today in the world of college football before we wrap up the week that was in the uh, Big 12 action and uh, transfers, recruiting, and whatnot. want to remind you again. This podcast is brought to you by great folks at 401k Generation that brings you not only this podcast each and every weekday, college football podcast, um, but also brings you the NFL podcast. A a note, we're going to be expanding starting uh, Monday. We always do the NFL podcast, pro football podcast, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, starting Monday. Monday, we're going to go five days a week on the Pro Football Podcast. So, very simple. Each and every weekday, Monday through Friday, a college football podcast, an NFL podcast. And, of course, we like the way we break up the college podcast because there's so many more teams, so many things to cover, that we combine a weekly college football podcast, excuse me, a weekly conference podcast with a daily college football podcast. So in essence, what we're going to do is we do every day, talk about the latest news from around the world of college football, and then get into recapping the week that was in the conference. And today it is the Big 12. But the great folks at 401k Generation is also where you can reach out to each and every day. For all your financial news, your financial information, investment inquiries, money management, uh, making sure that you're on track with your financial goals, the folks at 401k Generation can help you do that. You can reach out to them, text or phone at 1-866-998-5879. Again, they're licensed in all 50 states, big plus. They can give you that second opinion If you are already involved with a financial planning, that's great. No problem. Get yourself a second opinion. Get yourself a financial checkup as you do a medical checkup. Always important to look at it from that standpoint. And if you've got your own business that you want to brand, we can absolutely help you do so. Just go to LandryFootball.com, hit contact Chris uh, and tell us. What it is you got in mind, and uh, T.J. will get in touch with you and see if it's a if it's a fit for you and for us. We'd love to do it. So, how do you get this podcast? Well, you're listening to it every day. So by now, I hope you know it. But can you spread the word? Can you help us with that? That would be really great. And the way you make sure that you're getting all these podcasts is just to do one thing and one thing only: go to either iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast. Sign up for Landry Footballs Conference Call. That'll get you the NFL, the pro football podcast as well as the college podcast. So check it out today. One more thing before we get into it full bore is the importance of combining listening to this podcast with a membership to LandryFootball.com. Uh, it, we have a lot of free information on there. Of course, we've got these podcasts and other podcasts that are on there you can check out but we get into the news and notes the inside the war room information on the nfl on college football some of the news and notes of which you know what's going on in recruiting we touch on some of it, but you get more details over at LandryFootball.com, and then the film room analysis, the grades, the boards, the recruiting boards, the free agent boards, uh, the draft boards, and the scouting reports with all that we've got that for you. For example, I told you we would do so as we broke down recruiting a couple of weeks ago, team by team, and in each conference, we got a breakdown. As I've had more time to look it over, the top 50 recruiting classes nationally, we've got every player. That was signed. We've got the most impact players in each class, the sleepers. And in a bottom line, what does this class mean? Folks, don't get hung up in, why the number one class, the number five class, the number three class. What makes it so? You know that now. What are the key things to look at? So you can really get a look at it and then how the top players – in this 2020 class, in the other post that we have, by position, the best players. So we want you to have that, and uh, it's it, we're we're going to be breaking down even more so as we get to the summer, best players by state, by region, for the class of 2021. We're already on that for you. So if you're a college football fan, you get all the recruiting information. You know all about these players going into college. Uh, you obviously will get the breakdowns during the season of all the games. You get the evaluation of the teams, players, coaches, schemes at the college level. You will know about all the players as draft prospects. Then you're going to know about the NFL players and teams and coaches and schemes and break that down during the season. And as we are right now in the scouting season, breaking down free agency, the the, the um, free agent reports and rankings as well as – the grades by position. So right now, we've got the quarterbacks, the running backs, fullbacks, and we're going to work our way through it by position. Who graded out the best in the league this past year? And what do the grades mean? And you want to know that with well as, you know, before we hit free agency, who are the players that we anticipate being free agents? But remember, free agency is a fluid thing. Guys will be signed before they hit free agency, so they won't be a free agent. And then other guys will be released, and they immediately become a free agent. So it's confusing a little bit as a fan. We clear it up for you. So all you need to do is go to the grades by position, the board that we have on LandryFootball.com. We'll tell you how every player in the league graded this year on your favorite team, on every other team in the league. And so if somebody gets released immediately, you know what type of year they had, what type of grade they had, so you know what type of player you're getting. So it's that type of information that you get. We know the transfer portal, which we're going to talk about a little bit, is just filled with tons of information. Uh, You need to keep up with it. We're going to keep you up to date on that, on players that are going to transfer maybe why they're transferring. We've got that in the notebook. What type of an impact, the player moving up in terms of a maybe a, a, a G5 school or lower going up to P5, maybe a graduate transfer, what they can offer, what type of eligibility do they have remaining, and what type of player are they? That's what you want to know. You hear about a name, but can the guy play? What type of an impact? What type of a role can he have? So anyway, that's what we amongst the few things that we provide for you at LandryFootball.com. And you can take advantage of it with the scouting season, sale. that's what we call this time of year. When the football playing season is over, and we've got the XFL, and we certainly are covering that for you, but we we have, in this time of year, a scouting season um, where it is just that, free agency, the draft, recruiting, all leading up into the season when the season starts, late summer and the fall. It's the best time to get involved because we've got this great, fantastic sale, the lowest we've ever had, and it'll get you everything that we're talking about for less than $5 a month. So check it out. Uh, Take advantage of it now, uh, and that'll get you all the way through the scouting season, all the way through next football season, all the way through next year at this time. So check it out at LandryFootball.com today. Well, the latest updates on the NCAA transfer discussions. And there is a transfer working group that are looking, and we know the PAC, uh, excuse me, the Big Ten and the ACC have come out with a plan that they're proposing to allow a one time transfer exemption to student athletes of all sports, which could be implemented for the twenty. 20- 20 to 2021 academic year. So the understanding and the feeling is that the current situation is unsustainable. Um the the members believe it's time to take the transfer rules and put it more in line with today's college landscape. Now, you know my feeling on it. There it brings about a lot of uncertainty at this point, a lot of inconsistency. We need more consistency. There's going to be some caveats on the one-time waiver, which would allow immediate eligibility to transferring players. Notably, they would need to be up to par in the classroom and could not be under any sort of suspension. So the ACC came out with the unanimous support for a transfer exemption earlier this month, and the Big Ten uh, proposed uh, the concept last year. Um, this is going to happen, and I think it's going to be basically hammered out in April. And we're going to have this for the start of the season. It may be retroactive. I don't know how they're going to implement it exactly, but I think it's going to be for certainly start of the fall. And the interesting thing is going to be about how is this going to play out, and I mentioned this on yesterday's show. We're going to see a young man uh, or young lady in another sport um, try to test the rule. If they transfer, but then they decide, well, wait a minute, uh, something else has happened in my family. I want to transfer again. Are they going to be able to do that? Well, no, they can't under the rules. Is it going to stop You know, Thomas Morris, the famous uh, litigator that has taken on some of these cases with student-athletes? Is it winnable in court? I don't know. Uh, legal minds need to determine that. Listen, I applaud at least the effort to try to make things more um, clear. I, I'm a believer personally, and I'm repeating this again, but for those of you who didn't hear it, I, I'm a big believer through my experience as a college coach. 95% of the players are sorry they leave. They're sorry they transfer. And when they stay, they're so glad they didn't. I am all for kids leaving if maybe there's extenuating circumstances in the family. You know, I I think it needs to be looked at. Um, Now, currently, if you read the fine print, schools are going to have to give permission for the transfer. Interesting. Interesting. And I'm curious to see how that is going to be laid out. Because this is where, as a coach, you can say, look, if you feel like, and I think most people, I mean, everyone's going to agree that if you've got a family situation at home, you're going to want a kid to be able to go back home and and deal with that. Um, Everyone understands that. But the whole, well, I'm not. Getting enough playing time, yada yada yada. That that stuff needs to stop. We're we're doing kids an injustice, and by entitling them to something that they haven't earned, they go somewhere else. They realize it's the same, and I, you know, I just think that it's going to be interesting. It is going to bring about an even more robust recruiting of college players that have trans- that Well. First of all, that if transferred somewhere else, or if, or all on a school, excuse me, that haven't transferred, if you can sign them off of another school's roster, if you can recruit them rather off another roster, they're going to transfer to your program. You know, they can't leave because they only got one transfer in them. So you're going to have a lot of that, and it is it is truly going to be college football free agency where if you don't recruit well. But let's say there's a player that develops and is really good, you can go and perch somebody. Now, is a smaller school going to be able to get a kid from a bigger school? Well, perhaps. If you can sell him on the idea that he's going to be a better player and a, and a more prominent player with you, maybe you can. So a lot of things to fetter out uh, on that. Some other news, uh, Colorado still in search. Brett Bielema is interested in the job. Troy Calhoun is a candidate. Brett Bielema, they're concerned about Brett's lack of experience recruiting out west. Um, doesn't have ties out west. Certainly is um recruited in the mid in the Big Ten area, Midwest, and certainly in the Southern Corridor when he was at Arkansas. Um Troy Calhoun obviously Local flavor, good coach. His name has been up for a lot of positions in the past. Um, Steve Sarkeesian's name is still in it. A couple of other guys. But they would like to have something done by Thursday. So keep it tuned to LandryFootball.com. And uh, keep it on – follow me on Twitter at LandryFootball. We'll have the latest as we get it from – Colorado. Uh, Michigan's redshirt senior running back Chris Evans, remember him? He's been reinstated and will participate in spring practice. He faced a long road back to getting the good graces. He was suspended from the team last February for academic reasons. He worked three jobs, focused on his studies, completed all of his coursework required for him to rejoin the program 2020. He was a consistent contributor for Michigan over the first three seasons. 1,722 yards, 14 touchdowns. A key cog in their rushing attack. He's going to attempt to reclaim a prominent role along with sophomore Zach Charbonnet. Good for Chris. Good for that young man. By the way, this as I said, this transfer will – you can't transfer if you're under suspension or academic issue. So, look, I think it does make it a little bit more challenging for the player. Good for Chris Evans. Good example. Good example of a kid. Hey, look, wasn't doing things right, wasn't taking care of his business academically, got himself in gear. Worked, got his schoolwork. What a great example. He's going to remember that. It's a learning process. You know, everyone gets really cynical about this stuff because they feel like, ah, yeah, I don't School work, and they're just football. I take offense to that as a coach. Yes, they're football players. Yes, you're there to compete and win championships. But you're also there to teach, and you're also there to groom guys to understand that real life is about things not necessarily going your way at work, finding a way to fight through, finding a way to continue to work, Good job. He gets in. Hey, Neil Calloway, a longtime coach. I've known Neil forever. Uh, longtime offensive line coach. He's been hired by Purdue as a senior analyst. He was the head coach at Alabama-Birmingham from 07 to 11. Uh, <clears throat> he was USC offensive line coach. He was offensive line, offensive coordinator at Houston, and run game coordinator at Georgia, Alabama. He's bring a lot of different experience to Jeff Brom, helping with the run game, offensive line play. So, good move. Um, news coming out nationally. Into some Big 12 discussion, uh, and remember, we go Big 12. We go within the region, not just the Big 12. Former UTEP redshirt junior wide receiver Treshawn Wolfe is transferring to Incarnate Word. Wolf is one of several NFL players that's moved to Incarnate Word. He's a good kid for that Cardinal program. Um, six feet, 175-pound wideout. Was able to play very well for UTEP i uh, got two more years of eligibility, can play immediately <clears throat> since he's going down a level. Uh that's a really good um really good get for incarnate word. Former West Virginia Redshirt senior quarterback Jack Allison is transferred to West Liberty. big kid, six uh six, six, 210 pounds, is ended the transfer portal in November. He's, um, he transferred to, to the Mountaineers from Miami after originally signing with the Hurricanes as a four-star kid. Struggled with a few chances. Unable to secure a starting gig after Will Greer left. Should get more chances to play at Division II level. There you go, though. Double transfer. Guys like this, one transfer, that's it. Not going to be able to move on a second time. Uh, Sam Houston State redshirt junior quarterback Ty Brock has ended the transfer quarter. Brock, six four two ten, Um, Really good player on the FCS level as a freshman. Some big-time numbers, threw the football well. Redshirt sophomore managed to, to play very well. Um, didn't protect the football well enough. He's a guy that could um, certainly help, but he's not an FBS starter type. Here's another guy that fits into the category of where would he go with these new rules? You remember Enoma, Edge rusher he's with Houston most recently. He's entered the transfer portal again. He was kicked off the team for violation of team rules earlier this week. He was a five-star Alabama signee back in the day. Um uh, It ain't quite worked out for that young man. He uh, earned a rotational role as a true freshman in Tuscaloosa in 18. But he was unhappy. Left, got out of the portal, came back, went back in the portal, left for Houston in the early part of 2019, about a year ago. Sat out his transfer a year. They booted him uh, early this week, rules and fractions. So, um, we could see, uh, he's from the Baltimore area and Mike Loxley was the guy that recruited and signed him at Alabama. Again, where does a guy like this fit? Um, you can only transfer once. Uh, he's suspended at Houston. I mean, where does a guy like this end up? Interesting how this might play out. It'll have to have some addendums to some of the rules going to be real interesting to see. West Virginia redshirt sophomore quarterback uh, Trey Lowe is going to transfer as a graduate. He signed with the Mountaineers as a dual threat quarterback in the 18 class. He redshirted that first year. Saw the field minimum time um, this past season. He's on track to graduate, so he's going to be immediately eligible as a grad transfer. SMU junior safety Travon Johnson, another transfer portal uh, entry. Came to SMU as a receiver. Uh, leaving as a safety, past two years, he's played in 17 games, at least eight appearances in the season. He's not eligible to redshirt either season. Um, He's not a graduate, so he's likely going to have to sit out a year, burn that redshirt in 2020. He's got two years of remaining eligibility, but he can help somebody. Liberty redshirt senior kicker Alex Probert is transferring to Iowa State. Small kicker, 5'8", 180, big-time leap, but – He's uh, going to obviously have a little bit more big-time pressure, but he's really good. He's within 840 yards. He's really solid kicker. So uh, good luck to him as he goes to aim Some coaching news over the week. Kansas um, is hiring Air Force tight end coach Jonathan Wallace to serve as running backs coach for Les Miles. Um, he joined Troy Calhoun's staff uh, last February. He is in the um, – you know, early stages of his career. Um, he earlier worked as a graduate assistant at Auburn, which is his alma mater, and a receiver coach at Bethel College. Um, and you need a new running back coach at Kansas because the running back coach, Tony Hall, exited to join Hawaii and head coach Todd Graham. Hawaii, uh, again, you know, making some, uh, some moves there. I think that Todd Graham has put together a really nice staff there. Uh, and Tony Hall's, as I mentioned, from New Orleans uh, and was hired by Les Miles, has moved on to be the co offense coordinator at Hawaii. So he's taken a promotion for so good for him. Some recruiting news around the conference this week uncommitted four star athlete, 2021 class now. Kalen Bullock uh, has got Texas, uh, along with Oregon, Arizona State, is three programs. Um, that he really likes made an impression on him 62170 um there's i think ohio state's going to get in it too uh he visited late march um uh, excuse me he's planning on taking a vision uh, in uh, a visit this late march to columbus to check them out he's um pasadena native covers a lot of ground he's one of the top 25 players in the state of california for the 2021 cycle so Texas is certainly in it, we'll see how they fare. Uncommitted four-star safety, Kane Williams, 2021 class again. Um, likes Georgia, LSU, Auburn, A&M, Alabama, and the Sooners. So we'll see how this plays out. Six feet, 186 pounds. Um, he's from Marrero, Louisiana. Uh I know he's going to visit Florida, Florida State. I know he's, you know, obviously Alabama and LSU is going to get some visits in March. Uh, He's looking for a summertime commitment, so we'll keep you posted on that. Stay tuned. And this is the type of player that Oklahoma needs as they're competing with these type of programs for impact players on defense. They need to get them. We've talked about that in the past. That's where Oklahoma doesn't look like the other on the defensive side of the ball. Texas Tech, receiver verbal from a four-star wide receiver. Uh, Joran Bradley. And, again, 2021 class, six five two hundred. Got a lot of growth room. Done a good job with big receivers in the past, but Matt Wells getting a, a, a good one here. Wisconsin, Nebraska, Colorado, the type of program. He's a four-star kid, every bit deserving of it. Runs decently, but is more of a big, physical guy that could maybe develop into an H, big slot. Really good-looking physical receiver with outstanding hands. And then four-star tight end Jermaine Terry um, is putting together his list of guys, um six four two thirty five. He's yet to settle on uh, his complete list. But in addition to Ohio State, he's from Richmond, California. Eastern Ohio, in addition to Ohio State, Oklahoma are his two most recent offers. He's from Richmond, California, and he's one of the top 150 overall players. In the 2021 class, so remember the name Jermaine Terry out in Richmond, California. Uncommitted five-star wide receiver Troy Franklin does not plan on committing to program until next February. So he's going to take his time. Six-two, one seventy. Always dealing with a large group of suitors. Uh, he's from uh, Pinal Park, California. Um. Yeah, Alabama, Arizona State, LSU, Oregon State, Tennessee, USC, Utah, Washington, Washington State, and Texas. Texas is in it. We'll see. Uh, in terms of national status, one of the top 15 overall players in the 2021 class. So, he's not a great route runner. Very raw, but he's run. He's very quick. Really good gear and burst. And, boy, is he quick off the line of scrimmage. So, excited about what he can bring to somebody and we'll see if the Longhorns can stay in it for the long haul in his recruiting. It's a long way to next February, we know. it's a, Well, it's a year from now, but that's how we're keeping you up to date. Remember that name, and we're going to remind you because we're going to have breakdowns on some of these players uh, on, uh, on LandryFootball.com as we do uh, the rest of the spring and the summer. want to get into some draft room nuggets on players within the region, within the conference, We'll do this with just a few guys, just here or there, and we're going to do it, obviously, all the way through the draft. For the film room, um, detailed film room reports and the draft boards, you're going to want to go to LandryFootball.com. We'll be at the Combine next week. We'll be doing these shows from the Combine next week, and we'll be telling you all about what's going on. Actually, the workouts don't start to Thursday, but I'll be at the Combine early next week um, as I'll be in uh, uh, scouting meetings All of next week. Um, But TCU defensive tackle Ross Blaylock, I've talked about him quite a bit. Really like this kid's quickness and agility and his balance, his ability to bend. He's 6'4, 305. He moves like a player much smaller. He's a penetrator. He's going to be asked to do that at the next level. And here's the thing he can get stronger, will need to get stronger, need to learn how to play off blocks better. Um, He needs to set the edge better. But this guy's really good. This guy's a good penetrator, and he's going to be off the board pretty early. His teammate, corner Jeff Gladney, very productive player. He finished with 19 career forced interceptions on third downs, and that leads the players in the 2020 draft class. Uh, As you get to break down all the tape and look at the film grade notes and the film grade stats off of it, uh, that comes out now the best of this group. Doesn't mean he's the best corner in this draft. I'm not saying that, but in terms of pro- production numbers on third downs, he's very, very good. He's Six feet, one hundred eighty-three, very aggressive, very feisty. Loves to play press coverage. He attacks the ball very well in the air. Uh, he's not a great. He's not an elite corner in the category of a Jeffrey Aduda of Ohio State. But boy, this guy's really good. I think he can improve his stock next week at the Combine. We're going to be there, again, to update it for you. You've heard me talk about Houston tackle Josh Jones. Thought he was the best offensive tackle at the Senior Bowl, 6'7", 3'10". He started at guard at Houston. He's worked with three different head coaches, five different line coaches. He's really developing nicely as a pass protector. He slides and recovers well. He brings his feet with him on the run. I thought he was the best offensive lineman at the senior bowl. And, and again, I, I think he's going to be a very, very good player. Speaking of Houston, some news coming out of that program. Redshirt senior safety Deontay Anderson who's ruled out of spring practice with an ankle injury. The 6'2", 217-pound kid transferred over to Houston from Ole Miss back in January of 18. Really came out strong with the Houston last year. Had 72 tackles, an interception, poor Four uh four passes defended this past season. He really um was effective, not quite as effective, but still very productive. Um sorry that he's gonna miss Spring. Uh, he's good good player. They're also gonna miss a player on the offensive side of the ball, Redshirt senior running back Mo Bakar, um with a back injury has been rolled out, six foot two hundred and fifteen pounds. Um, rushed for at least 325 yards, but uh, in each of the past three seasons was ruled out a spring ball. Look look for Kyle Porter to handle the bulk of the reps for them in spring and hope that he can get over that. Backs concern me. Hope he comes back uh, in the fall, fall practice, and has a good senior year uh, and see where he goes um, after that. Baylor redshirt, Southmore defensive end Braylon Taylor. Has retired from football due to concussion concerns. Um, he's had a number of them. A six-seven, two-sixty-one. He enrolled in Baylor as a three-star kid in the '19 class. Played in six total games during his time. Um, you know, it's a, it's a, you know, a roster guy, a depth guy for Dave Aranda. Dave's going to have to replenish the cupboard. There's no question. They're losing some good players at Baylor. Of course, Matt Rule did a fantastic job. He's with the Carolina Panthers. And I'm excited to see what Dave's going to be able to do uh, over in Waco in his first years. Put together a good staff, and I'm curious to see what he can do with one full um, season of recruiting. Well, that's a look at the Big 12 football and beyond. A reminder that tomorrow we're going to be back, Pac-12 football and beyond. And, yes, that is the, the way we go. We're going to... Give you an update on anything uh, that we hear about Colorado. Of course, anything between now and the taping of tomorrow of the show tomorrow night, uh, or tonight, rather, will be um, on LandryFootball.com or on Twitter, at LandryFootball. But we're going to obviously get you up to date on anything that's going on nationally around the world of college football. Uh, take any of your questions that you might have. We're going to take all of that at the top. And, and then uh, in our daily football show, Uh, That's the and beyond part. Uh, And then we'll get into um, the week in review inside the Pac-12 and analyze what's going on there and the news and notes around Pac-12 football. So you want to join us, and we appreciate you joining us each and every day here. Please spread the word. Um, Please help people find us. You can find us at LandryFootball.com. You can find the podcast there, but you can also learn where to sign up so it goes directly to your phone. So sign up, rate, review, go to iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast. Sign up for Landry Football's conference call. Um, you're absolutely going to love it. Um, each and every day coming in to your phone, you can get this podcast as well as the NFL podcast, which the pro football podcast, which is going to be going to an everyday um, mode next week. So check that out. And check out our great friends at 401k Generation. Licensed in all 50 states. As the name would suggest, they're the experts in money management and investments. Give yourself a financial checkup today. Make sure that you're meeting all of your goals. Give them a call. Give them a text. 1-866-998-5879. Eddie Rojas and his team of professionals there to take care of you. Give them a call today. Check out LandryFootball.com. Don't miss out. Get all the detailed information. Be the smartest football fan in your group, whether you're fantasy football, whether you like to know what's going on in the world of college football, the NFL, recruiting, the draft, free agency, uh, X's and O's. We got it all covered for you. Take advantage of the uh, scouting season offer, the best deal we've ever had. We appreciate you joining us. Join us again tomorrow for Pac-12 Football and Beyond, as well as for the Pro Football Show. I'm Chris Landry.